This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 692. Sample some artful responses for speaking part one. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today you'll hear native, spontaneous sample answers for IELTS Part 1 speaking questions about art. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on? Excellent. I'm doing great. Jessica, how are you? I'm good. You know, I have been um, struck with the desire lately to take James to the Portland Art Museum. Now, our art museum is not huge, but it's (laughs) lovely. It's downtown. And you know what? Like any art museum is lovely. And like it just has been occurring to me lately that um, his brain is capable of appreciating appreciating that now. And you know what? Our art museum, they do five five after five, it's called. So every Friday, if you go after five o'clock, it's only $5. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. definitely good to get kids in the habit of, you know, and, and it's that's what the nice thing about being a local in a city, right? To be totally. able to know when it's cheap and to know that, you know, sometimes it's actually a donation, not even because I remember True. when... <laughs> When I lived in New York, I remember there was this like the thing that locals always knew was that at the Met, you go into the Met and it says $25 per ticket. But then really in small letters, it says donation. It says um, by donation or donation. Really? No, it says suggested is what it says. Um, But tourists always pay 25 bucks to get in. And locals often pay five because they they understand that it's just a donation. It's just a suggested amount. That (laughs) is crazy. I am... (laughs) I am for sh- I am certain when yeah. I was there with my mom that we paid like yeah. $25 cuz yeah. that just seems like logical like <laughs> yeah, going to like a fancy art museum it's always like over 20 bucks sometimes like 30 <laughs> for a ticket yeah. oh god that's funny it's true yeah in new york they tend to have like opportunities but in boston for example that's not the case it's like it's 25 dollars just to go to the but 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 yeah the museums in boston aren't quite as great as the ones in new york for sure for sure but yeah that's we need crazy. to know these things these little insider secrets right <laughs> totally guys if you are if you think you are a person who is not into art, I know some people are just like, I've actually heard people say the statement, I don't like art, which is, that's, yeah. 
lunacy because there are so many different types of art. Um, In the blog post for this episode, guys, this is episode 692. Come to the the blog, IELTS.AllersEnglish.com. I will link to other episodes where Lindsay and I have explored the topic of art for IELTS because art comes up a surprising amount all over the IELTS exam. Yeah, for sure. And when it comes to answering questions like this, I think we can think broadly too. And I think in some of these answers, we may pivot out to uh, something we wouldn't expect to be traditional painting or drawing. We'll see if it comes up and then we'll talk about it if it comes up. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So that's what I love about um, doing these sample answer episodes for you guys because we don't plan our responses, you know, yeah. like we don't like take notes on what we, how we want to answer the questions. We mm. answer these spontaneously, just like you guys have to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's why this there, it gives us a lot of stuff to dig into to show you guys how to handle this because there's a certain place for preparation and totally. there's the, then there's a place where we need to be ready to, to pivot, to improvise and to understand what the examiner wants and then go from there. So let's try right. it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. So guys, we are doing sample part one answers today about art. Okay. Um, Lindsay, did you have art lessons in school when you were a child? Oh my gosh. Yes. I remember the days when I was a kid and there were, you know, there was music class, there was art class, there was gym class, and there were all these extracurriculars. So definitely I had art classes and I have a very distinct memory of painting a a, a sunflower piece. I was not a great artist, but I do remember sitting down <laughs> and adding all this detail to this huge sunflower painting um, and my teacher helping me. So yeah, I definitely, I was into art classes when I was a kid. And that was a part of our curriculum, 100%. That's so fun. You say 100% a lot. I, I like it. it a lot. That's like, <laughs> that's why. a thing. Everybody <laughs> has like their um, verbal tics, yep, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say you guys all the time. Um, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so a couple cool vocab phrases, guys. Guys. Now I'm going to be self-conscious when I say it. Um, <laughs> all right. So first, extracurricular. So that is an awesome adjective for anything that is besides the core subjects of like science, math, literacy, right? Mm-hmm. Any of the other sort of things you can study or do, even sports clubs. That is extracurricular activities. Um, And then I have a distinct memory, you said. So that's a lovely phrase you guys could definitely use on the speaking exam. Yeah, I love it. This is some good vocabulary that's going to come out today, guys. So make sure you grab your vocab notebook. If you're in our course, we've shown you how to make that vocab notebook and how to create that. So get your vocab notebook and write these things down. Okay. So again, we're in speaking part one, right, Jessica? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. All right, good. So I'm going to ask you another question. Here we (laughs) go. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. So Jessica, as an adult, uh, do you ever draw or paint? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Oh gosh. I to be completely honest, um I am a terrible artist. I cannot draw like anything, which was a bit of a, a handicap when I was a teacher if I was teaching like a beginner or elementary class because I had to act everything out, like oh. mimic things with my body a lot because I couldn't draw what I was saying on the board. Right? So it was like a new vocab word I was trying to teach. I couldn't <laughs> make a drawing unless it was a stick figure. So, you know, I, I never draw or paint by myself. That's not a, a habit that I that is natural to me. But I do I do a lot of art projects and crafts with James, and he's only seven, so he still thinks I'm a good artist, which is funny. Um, but I actually I do I do draw or paint a lot because I have a little kid. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You brought in your current day scenario and then historically in the past, you know, when you've, I think you said when you taught English and you're trying to describe things for sure, yeah. you know, bringing in different time periods of our lives into our answer just creates a more vivid answer. For sure, right? Like it's just all about context, guys. Whatever is striking or sparking in your mind when the examiner says that question or as you talk, because Maybe this is what holds students back sometimes. It's like they feel like they have to have the whole answer as soon as they start talking. But if you hear Lindsay and I speaking spontaneously, we don't know what we're going to say before we open our mouths. And that's natural. So your answer evolves as you are talking, right? So don't let it hold you up at the beginning if you don't know what you're going to (laughs) say. Yeah. And the only way to get to that point of comfort, guys, is practicing, but practicing in the right way. Again, with with having in mind what the examiner is looking for, just getting a lot of practice in when it comes to the speaking te- the speaking test. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you heard Lindsay like have to ask like making sure this is speaking part 1, right? Because mm-hmm. guys, you are graded different you are there are different expectations on every oh, part yeah. of the speaking exam. So you do need to know those. In Three mm-hmm. Keys IELTS, we have separate lessons for part 1, part 2, and part 3 telling you how to bring how to come up with ideas how to take notes, what the examiner wants to hear. So you do need to put in the effort to know the exam sort of um, parameters as well. Yeah, because my answer would be very different if this were a speaking part two question, right? It would be longer, it would be two minutes long, I'd go into more depth, I'd tell more of a story, build out the story with details. And if it was speaking part three, we'd talk more about things on like a societal level or broaden the answer. So very different answers depending on where you are in that test. Definitely, definitely. All right. So Lindsay, have you ever been to an art museum Wow, that's a good question. And for the purpose of this question, I want to define art museum more broadly. And I'm going to say, I've just been to Cambodia where Angkor Wat is. So absolutely, it was a museum. It was like a living museum walking through these amazing, you know, Hindu Buddhist temples. These structures felt like physically being like having art in front of me. It was like being in a being immersed in a museum with incredible art and detail that people put into these structures hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So yeah, it was my version of a museum. (laughs) That is gorgeous. (laughs) Guys, okay, so notice the pivot at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lindsay it. said, for the purposes of this question, I'm going to define art museum more broadly. So <laughs> saying that I am going to define this more broadly. That's fantastic. And then you could just take it where you want to go. I recently yeah. did a YouTube video um, about describing a toy from my childhood. And um, that's a strategy lesson video where I talk about how to define it more broadly, right? It doesn't have to be a toy. It could be a book or a soccer ball. So this is so 
important as a takeaway from today's um, today's answers is how to do that. So um, Lindsay demonstrated that perfectly <laughs> just yeah. now. And I think also like I in my mind, I wasn't 100% sure if it was okay. So at the end of the answer, I reiterated again, that was like being in my own version of a museum, right? So yeah. to to really drive it home to the examiner that you know totally. you're not talking about a physical museum where you pay an entrance fee, but it's okay because you're making the connection. So important. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Just honesty, honestly and directly making that connection. Um, yeah. Guys, there's no right answer. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, speaking questions, there are a billion different ways you can answer. So be flexible. Um, awesome. Okay. We have one last okay. question, I think. Okay. Here we go. So do you have any or do you have many artworks in your home? Yes, I have tons. I love decorating. I love having a home that is full <laughs> of um, art pieces that maybe remind me of adventures that I've had. Like, for example, in my dining room, I have a whole wall that's decorated with different masks from Latin America that I got on trips throughout my teenage years with my family, but then also after that. So each of these um each of these masks remind me of a different country and a different memory. And then I also just reflect my own uh, taste. Like I have two enormous Beatles posters <laughs> in my home. And I just collect beautiful artwork whenever I travel because I love that as a memento. So I honestly, like my walls are covered <laughs> with pictures and paintings and posters. So um, yes, for sure. Yeah, I love the detail, the level of detail. You described some of these works and when you collected them and it goes back to specific experiences, it's always a better answer, right? For when sure. We can, yeah, tell that story. I love it. Exactly, guys. You really want to, you have to put yourself in your answers right away from the get-go in speaking part one in order to stand out and in order to have that specific vocab, have a high fluency score for flexibility. But then, like, listen to how Lindsay and I answered today. The pronunciation is just off the charts, the expressiveness mm -hmm. when you are describing personal memories. Yeah, I love how you started your answer and you said, yeah, I have tons, right? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a good opportunity right there for that pronunciation. So yeah, good. for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. we are very expressive, just naturally. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. It was a good topic. Plus, today's Friday when we're recording this. So we are excited for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear it, listeners? <laughs> oh, exactly. guys, do you live in or around the Boston area? Ooh, yes. Good call, Jessica. So, guys, we have a special opportunity. If you live near Boston, you are going to have a chance to, first of all, do a mock speaking test with me in person on camera, right? This is an opportunity yes. to get to get a real practice session when it comes to the speaking test and to get direct feedback. Jessica is going to look at your mock speaking test and give you an evaluation. And yes. what else are we going to do with this tape, this video that we create with this lucky student? So this video is going to be featured on our YouTube channel. Um, we we absolutely love the different avenues we get to explore to teach people about the IELTS exam. And the YouTube channel is full of creative and awesome lessons, you guys. If you're not a subscriber, you should be IELTS Energy TV. So we are going to use this mock test that you will have with Lindsay and turn it into just a couple lessons for our YouTube channel. 
Yeah, it's going to be so great. So guys, to claim your spot, because we're guessing a lot of people are going to volunteer for this, go to, well, email me directly, lindsay at allearsenglish.com, and we will schedule a time that's convenient for both of us, okay? Awesome. But you have to be in Boston, or you have to be willing to drive here. Maybe you're in New York, you want to drive up, get on Route 95, nah. come north. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Take a road okay. trip, you guys. Make an adventure out of it. It's worth it. It will be worth it for sure. Okay, awesome. Jessica, this has been great. Thanks for covering this topic today. It's a good one. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for chatting about art, Lindsay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Have Talk a good weekend. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.